Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. And like always, um, I run across some interesting people. I run across some interesting people. And I'm going to read to you. Well, I took so long to call this gentleman I'm back. Um, wouldn't have to use his name. You know, I don't love to say people's names. I like to make sure people have their privacy. And um, let me read this to you guys real quick. And I want you to read it out. So I want the people to hear what's going on, and then we're going to discuss it. All right. So basically I was saying I need your advice. I'm in Chicago, and my daughter lives in Georgia. She's about to go to high school. We talk often. You know, I do stuff for her all the time, and I'm on child support, even though I take care of her and her older brother. By the way, he's not my biological, but I've been there since day one. Mm-hmm. I was planning on going to Atlanta next month, this month, actually now, to take her shopping to get her right for high school. So me and her, her mother been uh, trying to figure out the best weekend to come down. Cause they planning on they they planning on trips. I work a lot and I travel as well. So they laid out the whole summer schedule except the fact that my daughter was going to Nevada with her younger brother, not the one that I look out for, but mm-hmm. to his father's house. So I just happened to call her the day that she got to Nevada. I asked her what she was doing and where she was. Just a regular conversation. So all of a sudden, her phone hangs up. Now I keep calling back, and I don't get an answer. Then she texts me back saying her service is bad, and I have to text, and I got to text her to communicate. Mm-hmm. So later I found out she called her mother to see what she wanted her mother to tell me. So basically they both lied to me and omitted info about her being in another man's house, which isn't family or stepfather or anything. But mm-hmm. she never wants to come to visit her real father. I was hurt and angry about the situation. Plus, her mother tells me that she don't feel the need to tell me where my daughter is. So I canceled the shopping trip. I postponed the shopping trip and told mm-hmm. my mother not to send another dime down there. And then on on top of that, like after I had uh, sent you that, that was before Father's Day, I believe. So mm-hmm. you know, I didn't even I didn't get a call or a text for Father's Day. So I talked wow. to her a couple of days ago. I'm like, um, you know, uh. You know, you all the way down there at another dude's crib who's not your father, don't want to see your father, but, man, where's the father they call or text or something? Oh, we just got back. We was tired. I'm like, wow, okay, well, you can stop them excuses right there because it only takes mm-hmm. five seconds. <laughs> yeah. So. See, I, I, I am, uh, and this is why I took my time before I called you because I really wanted to think. And I always tell people when you call me, people call me because they know I'm going to keep it real, you know. Mm-hmm. And a man loves his daughter. To all the uh, mothers out here who are listening and dads, a man really loves his daughter. And when you go out your way to do things for your daughters and they are so ungrateful, because like you said, all it takes is a second to call and text to make you feel amazing because you are you not a wannabe dad. You are really our dad, even though you far away, you try to make things happen. That's just like some some people get to traditional fathers, 
and some um, people get the fathers that shit is not tradition, it's just life. And I always tell men and women, play the position, play the hand that you dealt. Because when you try to be something that you're not, that's how you get depressed. That's how you get, you know, fucked up because you're trying to be something that you're not, right? Right. And I know you love your daughter. I know you love her. But sometimes you got to bring motherfuckers down to reality. And I would just cut the mama off. Still pay your child support because you don't want to get in your rears and they fuck you over. Just pay your child support and keep the fucking moving. If no disrespect when I say this, fuck your daughter and fuck the baby mama too. Because um, what I'm saying, you're doing extra and they just don't respect you or care about you, fam. Right. You know, this is just the facts of... Um, did you Was you married to the mom? No, we was never married. We was together. So um, I got with her. I was like 19. She was 17. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was always living. She's from here. She's from Chicago, but she was always living in Georgia. So even back then, you know, I was flying down there, flying her and her son, just before my daughter was born, you know, flying both of them back and forth or whatever. So, you know, see, I was seeing them often. You know, so it was like almost like we'd be together because when she was here, she, she'd be here for like a month. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then go back home. Then I come down there. You know what I'm saying? Then I was down there for every birthday and, you know, everything. I was, I was there. I was there when my daughter was born. I was right there. I took off work for a week. Wow. <laughs> Saw everything. Had the, 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 the fluid on my shoes and everything. <laughs> So now, what do you think? How's the mom's mentality? What makes what makes you think? What got her to do? Did you, have you had any issues with other women, with child support, with money that she started to um, do this do this to you? No, you know what? We never had those problems. I don't. I don't know what's wrong with her, man. It's like she just after she had my daughter. That's when we actually fell out. You know, it's like she just. I mean, because I was spending money and stuff like that. So it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like her, her man isn't right. And then, like, she, we've been knowing their family for a while. My, my mama told me, she was like, do not get that girl pregnant. And I fucked up and then listen, you know, being young. Man. <laughs> it anyway. Motherfucker's stories, boy. <laughs> man. And, you know, um, a young man told me one time, he said, man, I wish you had this podcast 10 years ago. My life would be different. You know, yeah. my life mm-hmm. would be different. How old are you? I just turned 37 in April. Okay, so you're, you're a very young man. Yeah, so this is a strategy thing for you for the rest of your life. You don't right. want to um, be too hard on your daughter. But I don't, her, and her mother is really the leader here. Her mother it can say, make sure you call your father. Make sure you respect your daddy. When you get there, call your father. And make sure, like, my youngest son's mother is a great mom. She makes sure that my son reaches out to me all the time. And she's just a fascinating mom. And it was a one-night stand. We didn't have a relationship. You know, she got a boyfriend now and, um, she's living a good life, but um, we're just real cool. And I, I, I love the example that she teaches him because it's about respect. And I have um, 
all my kids are close. But what my kids don't understand is that I believe in the merit system. The merit system is um, when I get on my deathbed, and if you haven't called me over the years a certain amount of times or called a check on a certain amount of time, just because you have my blood don't mean I'm leaving you a check. Mm-hmm. I really mean that because I'm not going to leave you any money and there's no true, true bond between us for you to get some money and run through it and I worked hard for this shit. Right. Because you you got to have my mindset to get the kind of money I'm going to leave because it ain't going to be no small change. So if I'm leaving this, I got to know that your mind is right, that you love me so much that even when you spend this dollar, you respect it. Even when you take my money and you have a boyfriend or a husband, and you buy them something, that's my money making you guys' life better. And if I feel that you are not worthy of my money, I'm not leaving you a dime. And it's all about respect towards the end. What, if, you, if you're being honest, you're not lying. I don't think you are. I can hear the sincerity in your, in your voice. You've just been a good dad, and they are not respecting you um, the way that you want to re- be respected. What are you paying child support every month? I pay five forty a month. Yeah, five forty. And what kind of business you do? I'm, I work at uh, People's Gas in Chicago, so I'm, I'm a utility worker. Okay, cool. So they take this out of your um, your check. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a horrible fucking feeling, y'all. How old is your daughter? She's about to be uh, fifteen this year. She she about to go to high school. Oh, it's downhill from here. Mm-hmm. You only got three more years. We have three more. Three more years, yo. So when the last time you seen your daughter? Um, last time I went down there was it was less than a year ago. I was just down there probably uh, like the end of last year. Oh, close mm-hmm. close to the end of last year. Mm-hmm. But then, how like, often do you talk? Well, you know, our, our, our uh, relationship has just got a little better because it's like every time I was the one always calling her and texting her and stuff like mm. that. So it was like over the last few months, we just we started getting back, you know what I'm saying, to how we was. Like talking every other day, texting, you know what I'm saying, her just texting, telling me some, you know, some regular little nonsense. You know, I, I like mm-hmm. that. That, that. That's cool. That's all I wanted. You know, then they... Throw that on me right there. Like, dude, come on now. I have to get in contact with uh, my daughter's mother's other baby daddy who house that she went to. Man, him had a long conversation. Because I'm like, okay, well, they ain't telling me nothing. I can't get nowhere with her. Let me call a dude and check up on my daughter and make sure everything cool. You right. know, because I'm going I'm gonna to be the first one. If something goes wrong, I'm going to be the first one they call. Now I got to so travel. And, you know what I'm saying? I do all this extra right. stuff. But y'all can't tell me where she at. And you say you don't feel the need to tell me where she at. That's crazy to me. And when, and when she said that to you, and you said that to her, what did she say? Like, like fuck you mean? You, uh, I don't want to know. Right, she said, so, right, so she, my, she don't feel the need to tell me what my daughter is. I'm like, well, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm her daddy. Well, yeah, you don't live here. So what? Exactly. So, and then she she one of the people who get real defensive and want to over-talk you and start cussing. And we was having a mm-hmm. casual conversation. So I'm like, mm-hmm. well, you know what? Um, this is not going to work. I'll talk to you another time, and then I'll hug up right, the phone. Right, right. 
Oh, she went in there, so you can't even have a decent conversation with her. Nope, because when she wrong, she get real loud and defensive and, do, and won't let you talk. Right, right, right. And does your daughter have her own phone? Yeah, she got her own phone. So the, the, the mom, has the mom ever got her phone and blocked her number so you can't call? No, she never blocked her number, but she always be like right in the background trying to listen to the whole conversation. Oh, she one of them hoes. Yeah, like even when my mama called, you know what I'm saying? My mama called her the other day, and she, she was like, yeah, I, I hear her mom in the background doing all these gestures and huffing and puffing and all this other stuff. All right, so this is a strategy thing I'm about to tell you, this strategy. So what what's going on is, is unfortunately, what I'm about to tell you has to be done this way because since you're calling me, I have to protect your feelings, right? Mm-hmm. And I need you to listen because what you are is a great dad. You're emotional about your child. You want to be in your child's life, but the mom is controlling your daughter. So I want you to fall back just a little bit, just a little. As your daughter gets older, mothers and daughters always come to a head when the mothers are not the mothers that the daughter thinks she is. And I'm going to repeat it to the women who are listening. Eventually, the child finds out which parent was the fuck up. Right. And you, um, trust me, trust me, I'm in my 60s. I've been on this planet a long time. Usually the kid finds out, and your daughter is going to bump heads with her mother. Just stay there on the cut. You're on the bench right now, so you're watching the game. And eventually your baby's mama going to file out, and your daughter going to say, Dad, you know, she crazy, and I knew she was crazy, and she was always trying to control me, et cetera, et cetera. And you sit back and you chill. But I want you to work hard, stack your money, because the situation is going to come where your daughter's going to have to leave that house because her and her mom are going to bump heads in the next two or three years. Okay. And I want you to be prepared to have your daughter come live with you. I don't know your living conditions. I don't know how everything is, but I want you to put your money aside because it's coming. So now you got to be careful what you ask for, right? Right. Because if you, you could want this, but if you're not financially ready, it makes things bad for you and her. So make sure you got a, a nice place to live. And when she comes in, she's comfortable. Make sure you do uh, start stacking your money that, you know, you guys can go to dinner, go to a movie. Make sure she's in, in a good environment. And you don't have to throw the mama under the bus. You know how some... Guys are like, oh, that bitch ain't shit. You're going to have some conflicts with your homies and stuff. Because we right. all do. We all have those stories about uh, the baby mama wasn't shit and this is what she's doing. You you still have those conversations. And your mm-hmm. daughter might want to talk to you about it. Now, some people will say, oh, I don't never talk bad about the dad. I don't never talk bad about the mother. I believe, fuck that. If the bitch is fucked up or the motherfucker's fucked up, you talk about it. Yeah, your mama wasn't shit. You know, and, and and vent and talk, and then you, you guys going about your business because you move on with your life. 
But what I'm hearing is that your daughter's mother is a control freak. Mm-hmm. And it's really, she really acts this way. She does because really her child is really about a check. I don't exactly. think he loves her. I knew it. She don't love her daughter. She controls so, so, so check this out. Okay, so she got mm-hmm. three kids, and basically she get a check for each one of them. Now, she got two autistic mm-hmm. kids that she get a check for, and my daughter is the only normal one. And she get a check for her, and that's child support. And she yep. get assistance, and she got her own look. You know, I would just take one guess of what she do. <laughs> what she do? Nails. Stripper? No, nails. She does nails, like everybody else. Nursing nails. Stripper. Okay, all right. <laughs> now, I know some women that do nails is making a lot of money, though. But when you tell me the mindset of the two other kids in the check is about a check family. And your mother, okay, let's go back to your mom. Your mm-hmm. mom saw it. And you mm-hmm. saw her one day probably in some shorts and shit, or she got a fat ass, and exactly. your lust came out, you know? You're like, oh, exactly. I want to fuck her. Uh, and you went up in that motherfucker without a condom with a crazy bitch. And you're lucky mm-hmm. your child not autistic. Right. You know, you're really lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, but if your child was that way, she'll let you take the child. Yep, I believe so. Yep, she will let you take because too much pressure to have three children acting like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's strategy, but there's a lot of lessons in what you're dealing with. Now you know not to stick your dick in another fucking female. See, everything about this woman will teach you for the rest of your life who not to fuck with ever again. So everything about this woman, I want that to be the blueprint for your life. And whenever you go out again and this female reminds you of, oh, this young lady, mommy, my daughter's mother, then you got to stay away from her because you're 37 and you are in an age group where women in your age group is fucked up in the head. They got the long eyelashes. They got the fake butts. They believe a man should give them a Birkin bag, Gucci bag, all that kind of shit. Yep. And like I said, it's real. It's not, and to the ladies who are listening, I'm not trying to, throw you down what we're talking about to people in in different parts of the of this of this world. We're talking about women who are truly abusing their daughter as leverage. She uses your daughters as as leverage. It's not co parenting. Now have you ever thought about getting um um co child support? You said co child support. Well, you know what? Um, so when I went to child support court, uh, even though she's in Georgia, they go by Illinois laws. Um, they take. I mean, both. joint custody. That's what I meant. Joint, oh, joint custody. Yeah. I, you know what? I thought about it, but then I, I was reading upon it, and it said uh, once the child gets a certain age, then they don't they don't have to they don't have to come see you, or they don't have to come see you, or something like that. I think the age is like 13 or 14 or something like that. Well, joint custody, what I mean is if you go back to court and get joint custody, you don't have to pay child support no more. When the daughter's with her mother, she takes care of her hair, and you take care of you. What you got to do 
when she's with you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you have your own place? Yeah, I do. Okay, you got your own place. Living conditions is good? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Now, now I make yeah. $30 an hour. I'm cool. <laughs> okay, cool. You got money saved? Yeah. All right. And see, here's the problem with that, too, right? You have to find an attorney that won't take advantage of you. I'll give me an example. My daughter's mother, years ago, took me to court for child support. Now, watch what I'm about to tell you. It's going to fuck you up. Now, I paid the bills in the house. Paid all the bills in the house. She took me to court because she said that I should put the money in her hands so she can distribute the money the way she wanted to. Wow. But I already knew she was financially fucked up. Like, she didn't... My daughter was a pawn to her. She wanted the money so she can get her hair and nails done, look good in the clothes. You know, she was going through a phase. She's not like that anymore. She was going through a phase 10, 15 years ago. But I saw that. So we go to court, and I picked the wrong attorney. So the attorneys was also taking advantage of me. So she was trying to get me, and the attorneys were trying to get me. So I got to travel the country. And my mind is constantly thinking like a chess game. I always tell people, to outthink me, you got to stay up 24-8. What I mean is, ain't no 24 I'm going to stay up that extra day to outthink you. So when we finally went to court, the, um, I gave these guys, the attorney law firm in Beverly Hills, $10,000. We hadn't even been to court yet. By the time we get to court, they sent me another bill for $6,000. I said, what happened to the 10000 They said, I used all that up before we even got to court. And me being Hawaiian, I said, you motherfuckers got me fucked up. So I go to Beverly Hills, going to the office, and I'm raising hell to the point I'm saying, I'm going to take you guys to the Umbar Association. But me and the secretary here got real cool. So I was explaining to them, like, we was going to go to court again. I got all my paperwork from them told them that I was going to go to the Bar Association to tell them about their practices because even when I called them to talk about strategy, how to deal with my daughter's mother, they was charging me $200 a phone call, even if the phone call was five minutes. So when you know you're getting charged, then how can you have a decent conversation with somebody on the phone when you know that this phone call is $200? That's more than your phone bill and 30 days. This is in 2006, 2007. Like, it's insane. But they never um, picked up that bill. They let me slide. I was so blessed that I met an attorney, black woman from Grambling, who was really supportive. These people are trying to charge me 15000 This lady charged me $1,000 mm. and did the same exact thing they were doing. So they was trying to play me. Right. So my daughter's mother was trying to get 15000 a month. By the time I got done with her ass, she only got $300. <laughs> I'm sure it is. She only got $300 motherfucking dollars. But I'm in a situation now in life where um, I don't have to deal with the mom no more. I don't even talk to her. My daughter doesn't even talk to her mother because she doesn't like her, her mother. And she didn't have the um, the practices of a, a parent, so my daughter don't like her. 
So I'm sharing this with you. Your daughter's going to figure your mother, your baby's mama out one day. All you got to do is sit back and lay in the cut. Don't call her so much because all you're doing is you're putting your feelings out there to get hurt. Right. See, the more you call and be concerned, the more they can hurt you. And this woman knows she can hurt you. I always tell people all the time, when you got that kind of baby mama, you're supposed to say, fuck you, bitch, and that kid. I have another child. Because if you had that type of attitude, you didn't give a fuck. Reverse psychology. Now she want to be, oh, you don't want to say hello to your daughter. You don't do this. You don't do that. But I don't want you to do nothing no more from this moment on. Okay. Child support. Pay the, the bill. You talk to her. When you get ready, whether it's once a month, you know, you can fall back for a couple months. You can fall back. You'll be like, you know, set a text high, an emoji, and keep it moving. And just um, pray that, you know, your daughter um, makes good decisions, that nothing, no harm comes to her. And you keep it moving because right now you can't win because the mama is controlling the situation. Now, let me ask you this, too. So mm -hmm. uh, her, her older brother, the one that look at me like his father, he always, he likes to come to Chicago. He he always want to come see us. What should I do in that situation? Should I still let him come or just fall back off the whole situation? Yeah, you got to fall back on the whole thing because it's a, it's a catch-22, unfortunately, right? Mm -hmm. You know, if she comes and she doesn't come, um, like, Leo, what the fuck is going on? But then, too, how old is the boy? He is, he's 16. He's 16. So he mm -hmm. needs a role model, correct? Right. Yeah, he needs you. So, yeah, just, he doesn't have to see you. Wait till he wants to see you. Well, he, 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 he always want to come. So he just, he actually just hit me the other day and, and asked me, uh, can he still come? So, so yeah, I told him, him I'll I get back, back to him so I get the dates. Yeah, let him come because he's looking forward to hanging with you. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to disappoint him because your biological daughter is being controlled by her mother. And what's so cool about this, when he gets there without you questioning like the feds, he'll just tell you things. So that oh, he always does. Get, he always yeah, does. That, that, that's how I found out she was in Nevada, you know, but they never know where I get my information from because I never rat on him and say, oh, yeah, well, Jaden told me. Right. No, I don't do that. I keep that under wraps. Right. So that's what, you know, you don't want to use him, but if he's coming in to see you because he loves you so much, you know, at least you know how to play your hand and how to move for the next few years. Because um, what you got here is a long-term marathon. Mm -hmm. This is a marathon. It ain't like, that's the thing about um, having babies with the wrong person. It ain't like it can go away. I always tell people when you have a kid by the wrong person, and actually it's a curse to remind you for the rest of your fucking life how you made a mistake. Right. You know, how you made it. Like, we all enjoy the kids we, when, when the kids here because you, you, you know them now. But, man, if you ain't know them motherfuckers, you wouldn't be saying the same damn thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you wouldn't be saying the damn thing, so... Um, it's just, it's just, 
It's a million stories like this, family. A million stories like this. And you just got to move smooth. Now, are you dating now? Yeah, me, me and my girl, we, we, we live together. So we've been together for about 10 years. Yeah, and how? what does she say? I'm curious to see how she handles she, it. She actually, like, she basically said, like, half of what you said already. You know, just mm-hmm. fall back, cancel them trip, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? Say, fuck both of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. she basically said the same thing, and my, my mother said it too. Right. Yep. Yeah, fall back, but not too far back because your daughter, maybe I don't know her, maybe a good daughter, and she's looking up to her mother right now because her mother is toxic. She's poison, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, people are drawn to negativity in this world today. Is your daughter getting good grades in school? Yeah, she always got good grades. Oh, yeah, she's going to outgrow her mother. Don't even worry. It's going to happen. If she was illiterate and dumb, she'll fall into the trap. But if she's smart, it's gonna, she's going to outgrow. She's going to outgrow your know, baby's mom. Mm-hmm. Sit back, lay in the cut. Don't do no more you have to. And once in a while, send your daughter flowers. This is a let her know that you're just um, thinking of your dad. That's it. That way, you put those little um, um, pawns in the relationship that she sees it because your baby's mama don't take the money that you send her and use it on her. She oh no, five hundred and forty-six dollars. Your daughter might get a burger. Right. I, I I just know how this goes. Your daughter might get a burger, mm-hmm. you know. So she takes that money, probably go shopping for herself, do other things. She takes all the kids' money, and we out here balling and fronting. And she in Atlanta yeah. too. Yep. Yeah, that's the city of um, perpetrators, fake motherfuckers. Unfortunately, not all of them. Not all y'all down there in Atlanta. Just some of y'all, they they rather look good and be in the club and look in the mall, um, trying to be something that they're not, but walking around, um, don't have no money saved, don't have no savings, and everybody's pretending to be something that they're not. So, yeah, this is what you do, family. You fall back. Send the you know, child support, don't miss a payment. Send your daughter some flowers every now and then. And how often do you send clothes down there? Um, well, I go down there and and, uh, and buy some clothes and stuff like that. So it's like every time I go down there, we go shopping. Okay, all right. So what you do is fall back on the calling, but still go and take a shopping. Okay. Because it's your daughter, and you don't want her looking raggedy because her mom is not doing nothing for her. Right. You know... Who does your daughter's hair? Um, well, my my mother was sending money down there for her to get her hair done by somebody else. Somebody else they know is doing her hair. And do you, and you know that the, she's taking that money getting her hair done? Well, yeah, I know she's getting her hair done, but I don't know how much she's actually spending on it. Because how much, my mother how much was she charging her mother. Well, my mother was sending like like about one fifty. She's sending like one fifty like every month. Yeah, and what kind of um. Hair 
Is she got she has braids or is she just no, she has some uh yeah, she has some uh them uh them uh faux locks. She been getting them often. Oh, she gets the locks, like the braids. Yeah, but the little fake the fake locks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's hundred and fifty a month? That don't last a little bit little bit longer? I would have thought so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you know, braids last at least three months. You're right. Okay, so here go another go another strategy. Tell your mom stop sending a hundred and fifty, right? I did that already. I told her don't 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 send another dime until further notice. Don't send another dime and wait for her to call to say she needs to get her hair done. Or better yet, tell her to take the hundred and fifty out of that five hundred dollars that you sent. Right. Just see how that plays out for a second. I'm curious to see how that plays out. Because you okay. see, if you go to court and you say that you send 150, the court will say that's just a gift. That wasn't about the the, the, the support, right? Yeah. Say, you know, your, your grandmother, my mother's tapped out. She's struggling right now. I'm struggling right now. Here's here's the 500 dollars. Tell your mother to take the 150 out that 546 dollars and send you if you got to get your hair done every month and see how that plays because what I think and I'm pretty good they're taking advantage of your mom they're taking advantage of her you ain't women don't get their hair braided every month right it's either two or three months but not every month I'm sorry and if she got to do it every month that like you better put a um one of them things wrapped around your head and and when you go to sleep, a bonnet or whatever the fuck you got to wear to keep your hair in place or a wrap, like a wave cap, and tie your hair down like how most women do to keep their hair looking fresh and looking good and, and in place. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and Atlanta is really a bad place to, to be to raise a young girl anyway because right. of, of the bad habits, right? You got women like a women. You got men like it, men, and I know that bothers you a lot because Atlanta. Oh yeah, look, that, that's what I forgot to tell you that. Yeah, so so her mother is with a woman that looked like a dude. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here! Yeah, yeah, she would have, she would have a girl that looked like a dude. So it's all this, it's all bad, all this bad energy in that home, sir. Mm-hmm. It's all bad. And, and and let me tell you, I was just talking to a friend about how men would date the women to get messed around with the children in the home. And I also believe that women will date a woman and mess with the kids in the home as well. So you don't know this woman is messing with your daughter. Right. You don't know. And you got this woman who's supposed to be a woman walking around acting like a man. And we got to hope that this is an influence your daughter, even though the people who are listening to this episode right now are saying, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't give a fuck with what y'all saying to me right now. If you got a pussy, you're supposed to be a female. And if you got a dick, you're supposed to be a man. Mm-hmm. And these are the fucking facts. I'm not going to let this society change gaslight me and make me think of something else when that's not what you're not. And I was just telling a friend a minute ago 
imagine me and you walked outside, fam, and I told you, yo, this is a, um, I want you to come check out my Bentley. And you come outside, you're like, yo, T, you sure? This is, this is a Toyota Camry. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, dog, I don't think you're looking at that right. This is a motherfucking Bentley. And you look at me again, like, nah, T, that's a fucking Toyota Camry. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck what you say. That's a Bentley. This is what the world is teaching us to think, to pretend we don't see what we really see. And I really think you should try to get custody of your daughter. Okay. And the reason why I say that, because I could tell you really love her, but your daughter's in a bad situation, sir. See, I thought the woman was there by herself, but she got a woman in there that acting like a dude who's probably giving her advice as well. So now I know they really take advantage of you. You're sending the 546 plus the 150, and the money's not going directly to your daughter's account. The 150 goes to the mama, correct? Mm-hmm. Oh, dog. Well, you know what? I'm not sure about the 150. I don't know if my mother sent it yeah, to it cash or Brazil or whatever. I don't know. If yeah, the money ain't going to your daughter. The money's going to the baby mama, and the mama's keeping it. See, because you're not in control. You don't even know who the person is that the, that's doing the hair. You don't have a number. You don't know a voice. Am I right? Yep. Yeah, I don't like this shit. I don't like this shit. And it's to the to the men and women. I want y'all to listen to this episode real careful because there's a million stories like this. And when you guys call me, I'm what you consider the OG of life. My job is to show you how to navigate through this thing called life when you make subtle mistakes. This is life. So life is not going to be fair. I don't think it's ever going to be fair. I don't ever think it's going to be right. What you do is you figure out a strategy, you deal with that, and boom, you keep it moving. But cut back on the 150 when the um, mama calls and says, oh, we need money to get our hair done. She needs to get the hair done. Say, um, you got to take that out of the, the child support money. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be happy to tell them that. <laughs> yeah. Now, here's the backlash of that. And she's really going to start tripping. She's going to start acting niggified. And if that's the case, still just fall back a little bit. Still go down and, you know, take her shopping if you can. Because does she stop you from seeing her? No, she don't, she don't really stop me from seeing her. Okay. But she does give her, give her choices not to come up here to see me. Right, so fuck it. You ain't got to come see me. I'll come see you, and I'm not going to give you that fuck 150 no more. You take the 150 out of the 546. When I come down there, I'll take you shopping. I'm not going to super spoil your ass no more. I'm just going to do just enough that I feel comfortable. Because, see, what, what, what you're feeling is you do so much, you'll say, this is how you feel. You do so much that when they do this to you, you go, how can y'all do this to me? how I bust my ass and extend myself to make sure you're straight, and this is what y'all do? You disrespect me like this? That's what hurts. 
and don't, and also never say, I can't believe you did this to me, all I've done for you. Never throw that up in a child's face or the mother's face. This is something that goes with the territory. Oh, and if wow. you don't say that, you'll always be in power of your feelings because what makes you mad now is because you do all these things and how the mother is telling her what to do and you feel disrespected. Right. Now, why did she go see the um, the other man? Why did they go there? Why do you think she went there? Did he, did, when you called him, did he um, give you information that you felt was necessary? Or he saying he don't know what's going on? Oh, no, he, I, I, I got fought with him. It's like, I, I, I know him. Well, we, we met a few times when he was with my baby mama. You know what I'm saying? We mm -hmm. never, like, sat down and had a drink or talked. No, we never did that. But, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm familiar with him. So, uh... I had got his number from my daughter. I told her, send me his number. Mm -hmm. So uh, I called him, and, man, uh, he was like, yeah. Because uh, this is the second time that she went down there. Like I think she went like a year, last year, year before, something like that. And it was mm -hmm. the same thing. I'm like, why would y'all not tell me? But now I got his information, and he was like, uh, yeah. So basically, um, I thought that you knew she was coming. I'm like, no, nah, I never knew nothing until she got there. So he was mm -hmm. like, yeah, I've, I've been about the tickets. You know, she always want to come, um, you know, because uh, he used to live with them. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. yeah, he was so like. He has a bond. He has a bond with her. Like you have a bond with her son. Mm-hmm. Right. So he has a bond with your daughter, and you have a bond with the other son. Like the son likes to come see you, and she likes to go to Vegas to see him. Right. Right, and it could be just based on choice. She probably liked the motherfucker, you know. It's just the way it is. You're still the biological dad, but the facts are she but just like his company or like whatever is in that area or like the the conditions, or she may not like your um, your woman or your wife that you live with. It could be so many issues, so many things. But again, mm -hmm. I said I'm on this phone to protect you. My job is to protect you. Child support. Come back on the 150, go down and see her, and you can start saying to her, you ain't got to come see me, but I'm going to come see you because I love you. Okay. You want to be in her life because she's going to outgrow her mother. And you want to see her, too, as much as you can to off-balance the woman who's acting like a man in the house. She has to see her dad and see a man. To dinner, go to a movie while you're down there. You guys talk, and um, you go back home. But it can't be once a year because this is her influence year. Age from 15 to 21, she can go either way. She can wind up fucking around, be a dyke, a butch, whatever they whatever they call themselves now. Because that shit is big in that city, and then the right. the, the woman that's seeing your baby mama, she might have other women who think they're men and they all hang out together. She sees this or they come to the house. You don't know what that fucking situation is. That's scary. Mm -hmm. It's scary. But just do the best you can. That's all you can do. And like my mother used to say when she was alive, um, it's in God's hands. 
Right. He's in God's hands. Because you sound like you got it together. You got the the young lady over there being supportive and me and her pretty much saying the same thing. Your mother and all of us are saying the same thing. So um, three is a charm, as they say. We can't be, you know, we can't be wrong. Right. Okay. Yeah. How far are you going to this family? Yeah, man. That's crazy. Your story to tell, and your story is going to help other people around this world to um, make good decisions, especially to my youngsters who listen to my show, the young boys in their 20s who haven't had kids yet, the young boys who are working hard, stacking their money, knowing that, oh, um, um, TK told me. This is what I got to do. And we are here changing lives and making young men and women make better decisions, you know, and that's what it's all about. And I wish you the best before you go. Let me do this real quick. To all my fans around the world, you know, like I said, I always try to show mad love to um, people. Um, If you're into candles and um, bath bombs for your lady, ladies, if you like um, good quality candles, I want y'all to check out Mijan Du Jour, all right? Check out the website, Mijan Du Jour. Um, you know, I've been promoting this company for a long time. Um, get your candles. Um, if you got some air wicks in your house, take all those air wicks at your house because what people have not known for years that those air wicks cause severe sinus problems. And I think eventually they're going to say it causes cancer because it's those oils in those um, air wicks that are in your home, and most of y'all got them in every damn room, and you're not wondering why you're sick. You're not wondering why you have any ailments. It's from air wicks, those things with the oil that you plug into the wall that you're trying to keep your house fresh. Candles, air freshener, or incense, people, this is what you got to use. To um, men and women, make sure you check out your health. And we're at the point in life that you got to stay healthy. I always tell people, uh, FYI, first love your, first love yourself, because um, if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be here long. And what I try to tell people, yeah, you can go to doctor, but doctors don't do what they used to do. Well, they never did. You sit there and tell the doctor what's wrong with you. I want everybody who's listening to Google Life L I F E screening. S-C-R-E-E-N-I-N-G. It's the dialysis to health, health. They put you on this machine. They put it on your ankles. They put it on your wrist. They take your blood pressure. They can tell if, you go, if you're a candidate for a stroke or aneurysm, ladies and gentlemen. Just Google life screening. You'll thank me down the line. $150. Go once a year. It's better than going to the doctor. But don't take it if you're in Vegas, and I'm going to tell you why. In other states, you they take your blood, and they can put machines on you all the time. But if you don't get blood work, you really know what's really going on with your body. You want to be able to get your blood work. And they send you stuff in the mail. Um, they tell you what your symptoms are, and you take those um, results and go to your doctor and do your thing to the men over 40 and 50. Uh, I want you to start getting your colonoscopy to um, check what's going on in your guts because um, men over 50 have high risk 
colon cancer. So you want to make sure that you deal with that. This Friday, I'm going to be in your city, fam. I'm going to leave you tickets for, you, for my show this weekend. Oh, okay, June cool. In, in Chicago. Um, it's going to be a big show. Let me tell you where we're rocking at in Chicago, Illinois. I'm excited about this because it's going to be a great show. Um, it's at the Country Hills, Country Club Hills Amphitheater, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a show that you won't fucking forget. All right, um, we got uh, Uncle Rel is going to be on the show. Martini Harris, uh, Asma Franklin, my man Ballhead, and my man from New York, Capone. Headline in the show is the one and only, I'm going to repeat it, headline of the show is the great key to the motherfucking K. Um, sounds by my man Leon Rogers. Make sure you get your tickets, all right? The buy tickets go to Eventbrite. Okay, and get your tickets. Doors open at 5 p.m. Show starts at 6.30. I should be going on about 9, so make sure you get there on Sunday, July 10th, all right, at Country Club Hills Amphitheater. Uncle Ralph, Martini Harris, as Seema Franklin, my man Ballhead, and the great Capone from New York City. It's going to be a show that you will not forget, um, presented by my man Big Mike and Zorilla. All right, here we go again, the comedy show. Again, Leon Rogers, T.K. Kirkland, we're going to be in the building, get your tickets. Um, I'll give you my information when we hang up, family, all right? And okay. I'll put you and your wife on the guest list so y'all can come to the show. Uh, if, if we may not see each other because when I'm coming there in my limo or whatever, sprinter, I'm coming right up to do my thing, boom, I'm hopping right back in the whip and shoot back down to my location but um, I'll definitely take care of you to make sure that you are in the building. To all my fans around the world, Australia, Dubai, um, London, UK, Paris, France, um, uh, Dominican Republic, yo, I want to thank you guys for your support. I hope this um, episode of the TK Kirkland Podcast will find you in great spirits and change your life. Shout out to the great, great, um, Charlemagne the God, executive producer of the TK Kirkland podcast. I wish you the best, family. But you followed what I told you to the T. Like your mother, you can't lose when your mother tell you. You definitely can't lose when your woman is telling you the same thing. And you definitely can't lose when you talk the T to the motherfucker. Okay, you do your thing out there. You hear me? For sure. Appreciate it, bro. I wish you the best. God bless. I made your pain be champagne. All right. All right, take care now. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.